The report was to to hear from the industry what they perceive as the barriers and the opportunities are um, to the recycling of plastic packaging in South Africa. We've seen recycling survey figures from Plastics SA um, since 2011, and we've seen that they've plateaued over the last two to three years due to various factors. And then the objectives, we, we want to, as I said, find out what what are the barriers from the industry perspective in order to you know, provide solutions, so opportunities for these barriers um, so that actions can be put in place to be implemented to, to fix the problem and to, and to support the recycling industry. Because the recycling industry is so important um, in, in the waste sector and to the entire value chain, because we know that the leakage of plastics is a very big problem in South Africa and worldwide at the moment. So any opportunity to try and address this problem that we're facing is, is paramount. In your approach of uh, the research, just take us through very briefly how it came about and, uh, you know, the findings altogether. The research that we did started with a desktop study. Uh, We did look at various research pieces and work that had been um, put together or um, researched in South Africa uh, in the last few years. Um, But I think the most important point was that we reached out to um, almost 40 industry stakeholders um, from all sectors in the plastic packaging value chain to hear what they found as, you know, the barriers uh, to recycling. And this was right from the production of um, virgin resin plastic, you know, at petrochemical companies, uh, the imports of products, um, plastic products, um, who consumes them. Um, what you find on the shelf, how consumers, um, you know, perceive these products. So it was quite a thorough investigation um, with views from, from stakeholders across the value chain. Now, let's talk about the food packaging, which was found to be problematic and a challenge in the report. What are the reasons behind this? Well, food packaging... If you look at beach uh, cleanup data, um, you know, over 90% of the um, items that are found on beaches are, are, are food packaging. And it's mostly food that's eaten on the go. And what we found was, uh, what, we, what we saw through the interviews is that um, food packaging is very specific. Um, there are various food standards in place or food certifications in place where the requirement is to only use um, virgin plastic. They can't use um, post-recycled content plastic in the food packaging uh, due to these um, standards. And also uh, you have some problematic um, packaging components when it comes to food packaging like multi-layer items with a lot of additives um, to keep the oxygen out, to keep the food fresher for longer. And with us not eating um, from home anymore, we're buying a lot of food on the go, we're buying more and more of this packaging um, containing this food on the go, and <clears throat> that's why we are generating more of this this waste packaging. Now, the report also notes that there is a, a general inertia in the value chain. What do you think could be the problem here? And, uh, you know, you've touched on the packaging and, and um, you know, everyone's eating literally on the go. Do you think that uh, there is potential for meaningful systemic changes? And that's what we need. Um, we need all stakeholders across the value chain from the virgin resin producers and importers uh, right down to the recyclers, um, you know, to come together and, and to find solutions to this, which we have provided. Um, 
the, the inertia is is caused by the unknown. There's a lot of uncertainty um, in in the in the market um, in the value chain. Um, they've only known you know to produce virgin plastic for food packaging for various other applications. Most of the recycled content has gone to more durable applications. Um, such as irrigation pipes and buckets. So no one really knows and no one has knowledge of the technology that's required to bring it back into the system. Um, a lot of these brand owners, retailers, manufacturers um, have made public commitments and are members of the South African Plastics Pact to increase the recycled content of their plastic packaging. But again, the barriers around food safety, food standards, um, the consumer perception of the packaging with recycled content. How are we going to collect all of this packaging and bring it back into the system? So there's so many questions and uncertainty and, of course, price. So recycled content um, at most of the time um, is more expensive than, than virgin and it's difficult to obtain. Um, so those are some of the reasons why, why there is this, this inertia because, um, because of you know, the uncertainty. Now, on a positive side of things, the South African government has gazetted the extended producer responsibility regulations for paper and packaging. This wasn't made this year. What does this mean for the industry? It's a very good move um, from the government um, to regulate the industry. Um, and, uh, and of course, they're leaving it up to the industry to set up their extended producer responsibility plans. Um, I know some of the existing producer responsibility organizations are calling on uh, the various uh, organizations in the value chain, brand owners, retailers, manufacturers, importers, to sign up as, as members um, in order to set up these plans and to start taking responsibility um, for collecting, sorting and recycling the packaging that they place on the market. Um, WWF and um, our various partners in this are, are very positive about this. It, um, we will see if the industry can actually pull this together. Um, I think uh, still a lot of unknown. We've never had mandatory uh, EPR in South Africa before. We had a voluntary system which had very limited coverage for only specific packaging components. But um, it is time that the industry uh, starts coming together and starts um, taking responsibility and planning action uh, to, to start cleaning up the waste that's being generated um, out there.